WBNE. Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Jade. And we're the Curly Critics, and today we're talking about You've Got Mail. Yeah, buddy, we're back, baby! This episode is brought to you by There's Three Weeks Left in the Semester and We Need Help. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, thanks for bearing with us throughout this nightmare of a semester. It's been at least a month since we recorded a full episode. We're out of practice. Happy to give you content. We also watched this movie like three weeks ago and just haven't put it off. It's fine. There's been a whole Thanksgiving break in between watching this movie. So if we remember it, that'll be great. Please. I was, when we first were recording this, like the first time, I was like running out of time to watch the movie and it's fine. I know that I was like, it's fine. I know this movie well enough that if I don't watch the whole thing, I can still probably do a whole episode on it. So. How's that? Which brings me to. for you, buddy? (laughs) I feel great. Jade, what's your history with this movie? Zero. I thought I had seen it before. Incorrect. I have not seen it before. I've seen a lot of rom-coms. That's why sometimes they kind of run together. And I don't remember which ones I've seen. Which is fair. My mom got me started on them really early. So, like, (laughs) imagine 10-year-old me being like, Okay, this is dumb. This old movie sucks. Which... (laughs) All the greatest rom-coms are from, like, the 90s, so it makes sense. True. So, Zero. I watched it a few weeks ago. Um, this is my mom's, like, favorite movie. So, I've seen it a lot of times. Nice. (laughs) And it's perfect. I adore this movie with everything in me. Oh my gosh, I have to rate it. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's part of this I'm show. I'm stressed now. That's <laughs> <laughs> like a whole hour to figure it out. Okay. Um, do you have any thoughts just to start with? Um, fun fact. If you guys follow me on Twitter, um... There's a chance I made a late night run to the only Barnes and Noble open in my area, which was like 40 <laughs> minutes away, to go get a book. Um, I went to go buy Tweet Cute, the book by Emma Lord, because it's. Please check out our Tweet Cute episode if you haven't already, or if you have, just do it again. Yeah, because it's loosely based off of this movie and watching this movie made me want to read it so bad i drove over an hour to go get it it was a success i have the book now have i finished it in these past few weeks no but i will probably I have started so many books in the last three weeks and have not finished any of them. Yeah. The Goodreads challenge thing is, like, taunting me. It's like, you're two books behind. And I'm like, shut up. Nobody asked you. You're only two books behind? (laughs) I'm like, six! (laughs) Thanks, Goodreads. I have a month to get my crap together. One book, thankfully, is a book I have to finish for school by the end of the week. So if I don't finish that one, I'm totally screwed. Yeah, I have to finish two books by next Tuesday. Whoops. Finish two books by next Tuesday for school, so then I will no longer be behind. Yeah. Anyway, so you've got mail. Every time I open my phone, it's just 16 Gmails. I need you to stop and fix those right now. Oh, no, there's plenty of unread ones. Don't you worry. 
There's like no. <laughs> let's see how many in just my primary Gmail. Almost two thousand. That's just the one Gmail, and I have like four. Jade. Because I just swiped them. I don't care to read them. Delete them? That's stupid. I delete them. That's dumb. A clean inbox is the secret to success. Well, I am clearly not successful. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving on. From that atrocity... This movie makes me want to quit my job, start a business, and fall in love with the guy who runs the competitive store that's trying to put me out of business. I don't know what to do with that information. (laughs) Also, fall. (laughs) That's the real reason we watch this, is like, what's a fall movie? We were going to do another one, but then it was like, Nah, just kidding. And then we did this one. What's a fall movie that isn't super depressing? <laughs> yeah. There aren't very many. Sad Girl Autumn, am I yeah. right? Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> so, this movie starts with two people on computers messaging each other. Back in the golden days, the early days, I wouldn't say that they're golden, of technology. (laughs) This movie starts with a dial-up sound. Like, it's Classic. It's so funny that... Oh no, I forgot their names. (laughs) Um... Oh, Kathleen, I have it written down. Um, Kathleen's boyfriend at the beginning is like so afraid of technology and the internet. And I'm like, yeah, we're long past that now. Like, all your biggest fears, they've come true. (laughs) We live it now. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, this is our life now. Sorry that you have to live through this. It's fine. I wrote dumb notes. This is dumb. This is not helpful at all. (laughs) So, the premise of the movie is with these, these two people... Kathleen and Joe, who are instant messaging, emailing each other. I don't know the lingo from the 90s. And, like, talking about their lives, but they don't know who the other person is. While at the same time in their real lives, Kathleen owns a bookstore. And Joe's, like, family owns, like, a mega Barnes & Noble-style bookstore. And Joe's bookstore is putting Kathleen's bookstore out of business. And so they, like, hate each other. Yeah. This trope is perfect because it's friends to lovers, enemies to lovers, at the same time. (laughs) So they're like friends that are falling in love, but they're also enemies that are falling in love, and it just, it's so perfect. Yeah. And it's just, they, like, talk to each other about how much they hate the other person (laughs) without knowing that they're talking to the other person. Brilliant masterpiece. Nothing's ever going to be able to top it. (laughs) Probably not, honestly. It's just one of those, like, pieces of media that you're like, ah, this stands going to stand the test of time forever. Like, this is a classic. This is what things build off of this is where all good things come from yeah we're looking at you star wars (laughs) yes so meg ryan is really cute in this movie yeah shout out to her hair (laughs) iconic (laughs) oh my gosh I wrote down that I think Kathleen should have been more willing to abandon her morals and marry Rich a lot sooner because Joe's clearly in love with her. And it's like, 
they fall in love anyway in the end, so it works out. But come on, Kathleen. (laughs) Do you have any thoughts? Um, let's see. I liked the music. I liked... (laughs) Of course I did. Obviously. Um... I like the different parallel shots. Like, when the movie first starts, you'll notice that if she's doing something, he's doing something very similar in his own apartment, and they're filming it that way. It doesn't make sense unless you're watching it. But I really liked (laughs) the camera work. It was very nice. Good production. 12 out of 10. <laughs> Such a nerdy thing to say. Oh my gosh. Um We do have a podcast where we talk about these things. So it's okay, it's fine. I think it's allowed. Don't worry about it. Why did I write cosmic question out into the void? <laughs> what? I think that was a line. Oh my gosh. I really liked the letters themselves they're very elegantly written and they remind me of case files like case reports that scully Mm. would write in x files they would do these shots of her at the very end of the episode her typing on her super old computer And a voiceover of her talking about the case and what happened and how nothing can be explained because that's the point of that show. Um, (laughs) I don't know. It's just, it's so well written and people don't write like that anymore, you know? Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah, people write a lot shorter now. Yeah. Yeah. Just in general, say as much as you can in as little words as possible. Yeah. Because we text now, we don't email ever. And so everything's just like one word, emoji, sent. Yeah. Which is like an art of its own, but it's not letters. Yeah. Now I'm just imagining you've got mail, but in like the 1500s. And so they're, like, handwriting letters to each other. Oh, my gosh. On the pigeon. I thought you were going to say you're imagining it, but now. And I'm like, we have a book for that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You get five points every time we mention Tweet Cute in this episode. (laughs) It's going to be a lot. (laughs) I like the way that this movie uses, like, physical comedy. Yeah. That there's a lot that's, like, funny, and, like, a lot of the acting comes from not from the things that they say, but the way that they react to the things. Like, the one scene where Joe is writing, but he, after he, like, goes to the coffee shop to meet up with her, but she doesn't think that he's him, and so she, like, writes him and is like, why did you stood me up? And he's, like, trying to figure out what to say. And so he's, like, writing a little bit. And then he erases it. And then he, like, walks out and, like, walks with the dog in the hallway. And then walks back and, like, looks at the thing. And then, like, walks away and then comes back and looks at it. And just, like, whenever they, like, sit down to write, like, a lot of times it's just them, like, staring at the screen. Yeah. It's good. It's good to watch. Good, entertaining movie watching. (laughs) They do the voiceovers, too, when they're writing, right? Yeah. But, like, this is a movie that, like, is a really good visual watch. Yeah. Because, like, some movies you can, like, not watch it and understand what's happening just from the audio and be, like, half paying attention. But this one, if you're, like, not watching it, watching it, you miss out on, like, half of the charm of the movie. And that's, like, that's what movies should be, that they should pull you in like that. Yeah. Um, okay, so, I wrote something else. Oh my gosh, this movie has a train in it. 
Yeah, it does. Because it's a masterpiece. Do you know where? Um, I remember when I was watching it, like, hey, look, there's a train in this, but I didn't write it down, so I don't remember. <laughs> the train I'm talking about is the little engine that could. <laughs> in the book, in the bookstore. It counts. It counts. Also, shout out to the little engine that could. <laughs> is that... I think that's the book that Mr. Hull would read and banned. Yep. <laughs> it's not the book, but it's a book. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I'm going to add to the train thing and say that anything with the Joni Mitchell song River, also just quality stuff. They were talking about that, and I was like, Jade's going to love this scene. <laughs> So, you've got Mail, Dash and Lily, and New Girl. It's art. That's my list for right now. But more things, the beginning of all things have that song in it. Yeah. I cannot say enough good things. About Joni Mitchell? About this You're right. No, about this movie. But also about Joni Mitchell, I guess. I was trying to look up to see um, what other movies Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks had done together at this point. And they had done two before this. Sleepless in Seattle and the iconic Joe vs. the Volcano. That movie is a fever dream and I'm convinced it's not real. I'm pretty sure everything that we did and watched 11th and 12th grade English was a fever dream. 100%. Like, I I don't even... (sighs) (laughs) Just all of it. Um, What was your favorite scene? Um. Wow. I made her starstruck. <laughs> She's speechless around me. Oh my gosh. Um. I really liked when he took care of her when she was sick. <laughs> I just thought that was really sweet. I can't think of another scene I really liked because I liked the whole thing. The only one I didn't really like was the dinner party one where they're fighting. Oh, yeah. That's lame. Yeah. I was like, no, don't do that. No. But he brings her flowers and takes care of her and she's like, it's cute. don't do that. I hate you. <laughs> I like the scene where he, like, stands her up at the coffee shop and he, like, shows up and he's like, are you waiting for somebody? Oh my gosh, yeah. And he's, like, teasing her. Because after that, that whole part of him, like, manipulating the conversations. Also, that whole montage where they, like, go to the farmer's market together and, like, he knows who she is, but she doesn't know who he is. And so he's just, like, insulting himself to her so that she would like him better. Yeah. It's really funny to watch. (laughs) I didn't like how long he knew. That kind of bothered me. Like, he knew for a while and didn't say anything. Yeah. A little shady. A little sus. Yeah, it was like one of those things where you don't want her to know until you know she's going to like you back. But that's also a little bit manipulative. Yeah. (laughs) Because she should be able to make her own opinion. On her own. Yeah. Get that gaslighting in there. (laughs) No. (laughs) Just kidding. It was the 90s. I like that it had a lot of OG books in it, like Arthur and Madeline. That was nice. Yeah. It brought me back to my childhood. 
Yeah. Books. I also just love that this is a movie about books and bookstores. <laughs> like, it's about communicating over text, but, like, also books. <laughs> yeah. I love books. <laughs> um, I liked the quote, are you taping this? Because people don't say that anymore. My family still says that. Like, are you recording this, but are you taping this? I say, are you recording this? It's like the phrase, be kind, rewind. It's such a niche (laughs) thing. Never heard that before in my life. You never heard that before? (laughs) No. Did you ever step foot into a blockbuster? I have to know. Obviously. I've been in a blockbuster. I don't think that's possible. How did you not see that? At least I don't remember it. There's a whole movie called Be Kind Rewind. Okay, Jade, I don't know movies. That should be our next movie. (laughs) I think it's the one with Jack Black in it. Oh my gosh, I have to look now. Be Kind Rewind. It does have Jack Black in it. Yeah. I knew I wasn't making that up. Oh my gosh. And Danny Glover. And Sigourney Weaver. Oh my god. What is this movie? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. (laughs) What is this? (laughs) I feel like this movie would also be a fever dream. Like... 100% just would not make any sense at all just the cover of it (laughs) is a fever dream oh my gosh me and my family used a vcr way longer than we should have like it's only been a few years that we didn't have an entertainment center with a vcr in it are it TV stand still has a VCR in it. We used it not that long ago to watch um, Singing in the Rain. Nice. And then we found the DVD after we watched it. But <laughs> Yeah. But we did watch it on VHS. We had to rewind it and everything. Yeah. It's a time. I love VHSs. Wow, you're so old, Jade. So old. There are people our age who have no idea what a VCR is. That's so depressing. I remember as a kid watching Dragon Tales on VCR, VHS, and Blue's Clues. Yeah. I watched all the classic Disney movies, like Little Mermaid and... Is The Rescuers Disney? I think so. Yeah. Bob the Builder, VeggieTales. Like the giant TV stand case things. The, like, ours had a big drawer at the bottom that we kept all of our VHS tapes. Yeah. Matilda on VHS. (laughs) I've never seen Matilda. No! No! I feel like every day of my life is just me bringing disappointment to somebody by saying the words, I haven't seen that. I think you would really like it. I think I would too. It's just like I missed it as a kid and then I just have never gone back. Yeah. It might be kind of hard to watch now. (laughs) I'll watch the musical. Oh. No. Just kidding. It's a joke. Wasn't it funny? I, in third grade... I just was reading all the time, just constantly, and I'd go through books like they were nothing. And so our third grade teacher gave me Matilda to read. And after, like, years of thinking about it, the irony is not lost on me. You guys who have watched Matilda, you know, like, the teacher who's looking out for the smart kid, like, you get it. Um, you know what I was thinking about the other day? What? Our elementary school library. 
Oh, yeah. I miss that place. It's a lot smaller now. Just because, because we're it's... bigger. <laughs> I was like, because it got smaller or because we just got taller? Yeah. <laughs> like that whole school, miniature size. That was like when I moved up into high school and then I came back to the middle school and I was like, why are these hallways so short? Oh my gosh. I do not want to step foot in that school again. Also, the middle school library. Missed that place too. I was a library assistant all three years. I went to book club. I was obsessed with that place. I spent every spare minute I had in there. I just think I even, like, to this day, still remember where books are in both of those libraries. Oh, yeah. Like, I memorized the Dewey Decimal System because I was the library assistant. And if people were looking, like, for a book about sharks, I'd be like, oh, they're in this number. (laughs) And they'd be like, are you serious right now? Like, you've got to be joking. I'm like, no, you want a book about football? It's in this number. I love that. Yeah. I just remember, like, in middle school when, like, the Percy Jackson books would come out. Oh, my god! it would gosh. be, like, a race to see who could get it on hold first. I remember Madison got Mark of Athena first, and we were all so PO'd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, bought them. Yeah. But I, like, remember that very vividly for somebody who never actually ended up checking them out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, like... Those were always in circulation. Um, Some of my favorite books were always there. I read this one Dallas Cowboys book several times and was so obsessed (laughs) with the Dallas Cowboys from the 90s. (laughs) Oh my gosh. If you wonder what Jade was like as a middle schooler, it was football and books. Those are her only two personality traits. Listen... Not much has changed. Now you have more than two personalities. I was literally obsessing over football all day today. Do not worry. Now it's books, anxiety, marching band, and football. I was literally... Like, this is a picture of my middle school life, right? So... I'm sitting at my computer desk right now, and right above my head is a newspaper clipping from when I was in the newspaper on the front page as a kid for being in the book club that read Hunger Games. I remember this. Our book club, so nerdy, listen up. Every week we would come in and read a few chapters, whatever. They had a photographer from our local newspaper come in. And it's literally just a picture of my face. Like, not the group reading. Literally my face. Not even looking at the book. (laughs) Looking up at the teacher. We had cookies every week. And after we finished Hunger Games, we finished it just in time for the movie to come out. Like, it was the coolest thing in the whole world. None of us could drive. We all had to be dropped off at the movie theater. I feel like I'm yelling, but I'm very excited right now. I have no idea what I was doing in middle school because I feel like I would really have enjoyed book club, but I don't think I went to a single book club meeting. No, I I really don't think so. It was literally, I was probably the only regular, which tells you a lot about me as a person. I mean, middle school me read, I mean, did Texas Star two out of the three years. Yeah. Not the first year because I was traumatized. (sighs) Don't let sixth graders read books about the Holocaust. BS! No! Um, Jade, what was the name of that book? (laughs) Which book? The one that traumatized me. Don't you have the lists? I do have the lists, but I don't know which one you're talking about. I'll Google it. Uh... Nope, that's not it. I'll find it later. 
It's like a book about a girl who like had blonde hair and blue eyes and so she was like taken out of her home in Czechoslovakia and like adopted by a German family and then like the rest of her family was killed. Um it was like my name is something. I think. I don't remember that. I remember most of the books. Maybe I didn't read it. Oh, I found it. <laughs> Someone named Ava. Oh, I did read that. I like read that as a sixth grader for Texas Star, and then I was like, I'm done. And then I didn't do it for the rest of the year. <laughs> what the heck? There were other Holocaust books, and they were great. They were so good. We had to read Anne <laughs> Frank. I never read Anne Frank. We've talked about this. I've never read Anne Frank, even to this day. And I... Okay, if I never do. That's upsetting. <laughs> That's actually... <laughs> I'm, I'm still upset about that. I... There are pieces of that time period that I don't want to touch. Yeah. As somebody who's writing a historical fiction book set in that time period... There are things that I don't want to touch. That's one of them. <laughs> Great. Yeah, this thing, there was this thing called Texas Star, where it's just a list of books that the state comes out with, and it's like, there's elementary school list, there's a middle school list, and a high school list. And if you did the middle school list, if you did 12 of the 20 to 24 books, um, you would get to skip school for a day. You'd get to go to this luncheon and they would bring in an author of one of the books and have them speak for the day and you'd get a signed copy of the book at the end of the day. Yeah. Or a signed copy of the sequel or whatever. Yeah, I had that spy book on my shelf for like a really long time. Yeah, I have all three. What was the one sixth grade? bull rider i'm obsessed with that book like it's really good i'm looking at the list for 2021 and oh i know that one i was like i don't know any of these books but i know one of the books (laughs) that's it i've never seen these books before which is fine because they're for middle schoolers yeah (laughs) there was one book on the list maybe it wasn't on the list maybe I think it was, though, and it was the, um, so the story, 127 Hours, you know that, right? The guy who got his arm stuck in the mountain. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's one of those things that people, like, start talking about it, and I always never know what they're talking about, and then they're like, oh, that guy, and then they tell me more about it, and it, like, I only know that one piece of information. The rest of it's foreign to me. (laughs) Well... The weird part was, so there was this book, but it had pictures in it, and there was literally a picture of, like, where the guy's arm was, and, like, the rest of the- oh my god. Uh, So, like, you're scarred by this fictional Holocaust book. I'm literally scarred by a picture of the rest of this guy's arm in a mountain. Why was this- see this list so traumatizing i don't know i think just like life experience man (laughs) books are crazy (laughs) well this one had pictures like that's not cool man (laughs) (laughs) anyway you've got mail (laughs) you've got texas star (laughs) Oh my gosh. I loved Kathleen's, like, co-workers. Yeah. Like, the scene where she got stood up, and they were like, oh, you got stood up. And then, like, as, like, Kathleen would explain the story, like, everybody would get on board with the story, and then it would be like, oh, she got stood up. And then the next person would get on board with the story. Yeah. That's great. Like, oh, maybe it's a very he's well the rooftop movie. murderer. Like, no, he's not a murderer. 
horror. You could have died. <laughs> yes. Good um, movie. I like the quote where she's like, I wanted it to be you so bad. Part of me, though, was still like, did he manipulate her, though? Like... Yeah, the ending is one of those things where I was like, yes, they got together, but it also still feels off. Yeah, like, he only started doing nice things when he knew who it was. Like, he only started treating her well when he knew, oh, this is the girl I've been writing this whole time. So he'd been romanticizing this girl over the internet, hating this girl in real life. But then when he met her in real life, he romanticized her in person? I don't think he was that mean to her in real life. I think he is really charming, so that's probably what makes it seem less bad. But it's just mostly that he was, like, witty and kind of just, like, quick on the comebacks. But she was, like, outright mean to him at times. And, like, he's like, yeah, like, I deserved it. But, like, the meanest thing he did was make her bookstore go out of business. But, like, that wasn't necessarily, like, him personally being like, I hate you, so I'm making your business go out of business. So it's like, I think he, like, recognized her as attractive and as someone he liked before that, but it was like, no, I can't, like, touch that. So I'll just, like, combat it with witty humor. Somewhat at her expense. Yeah. Well, she, like, straight up hated him. Yeah. I guess. I I'd need to watch it again to psychoanalyze him. Yeah, I'll probably have to do that. As soon as I watched it, that's one of those movies where as soon as you watch it, you want to watch it again, you know? Yeah, like Dash and Lily. Um, literally? (laughs) (laughs) Don't even talk to me. Like, I want to rewatch it so bad. (laughs) The internet lag on that statement was hilarious. (laughs) Because I said it, and then there was a good, like, three seconds where you were just waiting to hear what I said. (laughs) Yeah. The comedic timing is honestly (laughs) gold. Excellent. Yeah. So, you Um, guys, this is your daily reminder to rewatch Dash and Lily. Because at this point, if you haven't already seen it, what have you done? And then after you're done watching J- Dash and Lily on Netflix, you go to your bookstore or your library and retweet cute. Or read the Dash and Lily book. And tweet cute. <laughs> there we go. Now what I know what everybody should ask for on their Christmas list this year. Yes. Dash and Lily book, tweet you. Yeah. Have you even read the Dash and Lily book? <sighs> Don't worry <laughs> about it. I got by... that for her for Christmas last year. <laughs> well, by the time I got it, it was late in the season and I was doing other stuff and reading other stuff. And I didn't want to start reading it in January. Well, December's in two days, so now's the perfect time. No, I know. I've been wanting to read it. I'm going to start doing that (laughs) probably after I finish my other assignment in that book. And then I'll read it. School. (laughs) Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) Do you have anything else that you want to say? Comments, questions, fits of rage. Do I ever? I don't think so. Me either. This movie is a masterpiece. Greatest movie of all time. I haven't Incorrect. looked at our spreadsheet in a really long time. 
So that's going to be interesting when I finally rank this. <laughs> this isn't even my favorite rom-com. Like, it's good. It's really good. But it's not my favorite. What's your favorite? My favorite movie of all time, Return to Me. No, rom-com. Favorite rom-com. That is a rom-com. Oh. <laughs> that just also happens to be my favorite. I'm just gonna go see myself out now. I bought it for like $2 at Half Price Books because every time I walked into Half Price Books, I would look for that movie and the holiday. And one day I found both. <laughs> it was the best day of my day. life. I told Jade that when the weather was consistently cold, I would rewatch the holiday. And since I said that, it has not been cold for longer than a day. <laughs> there yeah. was a high of 75 degrees today. Yeah. There's a high of 80 degrees on Friday. Oh my gosh. Um, Jade, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score is for this movie? Um, I think the audience is 82 and the critic 85. I'm going to say audience 90, critic 80. Oh, <laughs> the critic score is a 70 and the audience score is a 73 so guess Dang. we were just praising it too much that's unfortunate yeah but it's fine we can have our own opinions I guess we were trying to guess their opinions <laughs> that's unfortunate yeah well, I just reject them. Now, on to your favorite part. No! Jade, we haven't? This has to be out of order. Oh, I guess never mind. I was like, we haven't reviewed a movie since Dawn Treader, but we've been doing Harry Potter, so that's why. <laughs> there are Harry Potters at the top. Anyway. Um. What do I give this? We've only done one other rom-com yes which one the holiday oh yeah i keep forgetting that movie exists even though i just talked about it like two seconds ago oh, I, give I mean this. we did white christmas um you could say make an argument that it's a rom-com i'd more consider that a christmas musical there is romance and comedy in it. Fine, it wouldn't <laughs> be that way. I just said you can make an argument, not that we have to agree to the argument. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to decide if I want to make this equal to the holiday or not. It's hard to compare the two, because I like them both. Because one of them has Jack Black and the other one doesn't? Yeah, that's the only reason. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Um, So I gave the holiday seven and a half. And I'm going to do that for this one, too. Because it's not my favorite in the world. But it was really good. Nope, that's not what I want to do. I'm giving it a nine. Dang. Mostly like because that much. of the rewatchability of it and that I will watch this movie over and over again and like it just as much as the first time that's why and... I rated it the same as the holiday cause same so it's like one of those things that I just really love but and I spoiler watch alert I would give return to me a 10 we're just going to put that well, in right now. There are lots of movies that I would give 10s to. <laughs> but that... So that gives it... Well, Never mind. Say. I was just going to say that rom-com, <laughs> I would give a 10. Our scores of a 9 and 7.5 give this movie an 8. 
which ties it with Legally Blonde and White Christmas. I still haven't seen Legally Blonde. For like... How ironic. Seventh. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe I should take this score out since Jade wasn't even here for that episode. Awkward. Anyway. It ties it for like sixth or seventh. I sorted it and then I sorted it back before I actually looked at the number. So, <laughs> let's see. That's the wrong way. Please hold. Um, ties it for seventh. Nice. Your top ten is Hidden Figures, Bandstand, Stage Newsies, Klaus, Knives Out, Hamill Film, White Christmas, Legally Blonde, You've Got Mail, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the third Harry Potter movie, the sixth Harry Potter movie, the fifth Harry Potter movie, and the Newsies show. We have a lot of ties. <laughs> the Newsies movie, I mean. Dang. I love that and the our... first Harry Potter is the very bottom. <laughs> it is our worst rated movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so good. That is so That's good. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. Die Hard should not be that low on the list and you know it. No. You know for a fact it should not be that low on the list. Jay, it's not that good of a movie. <laughs> Don't talk to me. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm closing that. <laughs> We're done with this. <laughs> I'm just going to get more upset as the night goes on. Don't worry about it. Prince Caspian so shouldn't that be that was... low on the list either. But it's fine. Don't worry about it. I didn't like Prince Caspian. Those words should never come out of your mouth. Okay, okay. I like Prince Caspian. Don't like Prince Caspian the movie. That is just... It's my least favorite. Oh my god. I probably need to rewatch it because Don Treader was my second favorite and after rewatching Don Treader, I was like, wow, this movie's awful. So I probably like Prince Caspian more. Yeah. Or less. I don't know. Maybe we don't want to risk it. <laughs> I feel like if you like the idea of Narnia and like the vibe it gives off, you'll like the first two better than the third one that gives a completely different vibe because it's a completely different director and um, composer. Yeah, it definitely has a different vibe. The first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is fun and different, and, like, I liked it. But the second time, I was like, I already know what's going to happen. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. So it's not rewatchable, but I thought it was fun the first time. Yeah. Anyway, that was our episode on You've Got Mail, kind of. <laughs> that was something else. What are we doing next? Christmas stuff? Yeah. What are we doing We'll talk about that uh, later. Good, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to do Christmas stuff pretty soon. Yeah, so put on your Santa hats. And then in the new year, we'll finish Harry Potter finally. Oh my gosh. And, I don't know, probably do Tick, Tick, Boom and West Side Story. Yeah, I still need to watch that. Yeah. You do. <laughs> There's a lot of things I still need to watch. And instead, I've um, been we had... re-watching New Girl. Acceptable. It's that time in the semester when you have no more room to put new information in. So all you can do is re-watch something. That's my whole life. <laughs> That's my whole existence. It's just... Okay, well... That meme on the Discord that was like, me, <laughs> new things... <laughs> and then me watching old things that I've seen a million times and it's just the dude kicking the door down <laughs> <laughs> okay well you're allowed to live in that state for the next three weeks and then after that you have to watch Tick Tick Boom oh my gosh we specifically had a request to record to do an episode on Tick Tick Boom so. did we really? yeah in my Instagram DMs <laughs> oh my gosh well, now I have Thanks, to. Thanks, Allie. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> Love that for me. 
Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> do we have social media? Yeah, we do. It's, um... Oh, yeah. That stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, all good things have trains in them. This including a train wreck. Um, we have... What's our social media, Jade? <laughs> so many medias of the socials. Um... Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail, at Curly Critics Pod. Um, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. I don't know all the apps. There's a lot. I know Spotify and Apple. That's it. <laughs> There's like 17. I think if they're listening to this, they know where to find our podcast. No, I don't think so. To listen to it. You're wrong. All right. The Curly Critics are also members of WPE, but I don't want to look up who we're promoing, so I'll just edit that in here. <laughs> nice. Thanks, you guys. Have a nice life. It's good. <laughs> the end. Goodbye. Bye. This is an urgent message. If you or a loved one have been suffering from mild hallucinations, encountering what looked like a, a horde of zombies, lack of fine motor function, there was no parking, and I pulled up on the lawn and broke a sprinkler head. The inability to sit for long periods of time. Did you just break the chair? Jordan is holding a chair arm up. Roll to sit. Oh, did not do so good. Trouble using your tools. Are you going to take another smashy smash? I sure am. 13 probably doesn't hit. Does not hit. Sorry about the dice, Scott. <laughs> or existential crises. And I'm playing Sunny Days, a high elf cleric, a half elf cleric, a quarter elf cleric, a mostly human cleric, a mostly human, but with a smidgen of elf cleric. You may be entitled to podcasts. Ask your doctor about Late to the Party, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast for the whole family. Available every other Monday on WBNE.org or wherever podcasts are sold. Thank you.